Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 219 of Silence in a Year along with Alicia and Lisa. And Lisa's going to lead us today. Go ahead, Lisa. Today's episode is called Faithful for Remain, Remain Faithful for Eternity. And the word today is fiat, which means um, let it be done to me. Um, un- is it let it be done to me? Yes. Or is it yes? Yeah? Is, yeah? is it just simply yes? Yes. Oh, okay. And um, Cardinal Sarah is just talking about how Mary in her silence always remained faithful um, for all eternity to Jesus, even when she had her crosses and even when she had her sufferings and even when she saw her son crucified and was at the cross just silently praying for him and how Mary continued after Jesus's um, resurrection to be there for the apostles and how she was a discreet presence um, that continuously encouraged them along the journey. Remained faithful, especially in times of difficulty. So often, right, our faith is tested especially during suffering or trials or um, being judged wrong uh, or any kind of injustice, our faith can really be tested because the first thing we ask is, well, why? Why does it have to be this way? Why does it have to happen this way? And it's actually a test of faith. It is our opportunity to really to lean into God, to continue to immerse ourselves into him as disciples, as we've been saying, so that we can allow him to carry us through whatever it is we are going through. And so it can actually increase our faith. So often, you know, to be faithful, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a road. There's, I can grow more faithful or I can grow in despair. The Lord wants us to choose this path where we have to continue to lean into him because so often uh, it is only in the struggle that we are reminded of our own inability to take care of ourselves in the situations that we have in life and that we really need to allow the Lord to do it. I was talking to someone um, the other day, and it's almost like when you are truly faithful in a situation that you've been struggling with where you've actually been taking the road of despair or anger or whatever it might be, and then it's just like you finally go, okay, Lord, I just can't do this anymore. And it's like in that moment where it's just like, oh, that was like a switch that said, you've just let go of control. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. The Spirit of God so often will come rushing in in that moment of authentic letting go. A lot of times we might sit in prayer and we might say, well, Lord, I really want you to take this from me. But the whole time we're asking him to take it from us, we have two hands gripped onto it and we're still holding on to it as we ask him to take it away. And so we haven't let go. We haven't really truly surrendered it to God. And so when we actually just go, okay, you know what? I just can't do this. And then that's when the Spirit of God, I think, in so many cases, rushes in, at least for me. And then I try to explain to someone, well, what does that look like or sound like or feel like? And it's God, so it's really difficult to explain. But I've told people, I'll know when it happens to you because you'll tell me. And it, because you'll know. Right. Anyway, what are you thinking, Alicia? 
No, I'm just thinking that you're talking about letting God take control. Well, that's what Mary did. You know, Cardinal Sarah says, Mary offers her life and that of her son to the eternal father, which means that mm. she had no, like she gave total control to God. Um, and she said, yep. And she said her yes, her fiat was yes, a hundred percent. Not like our yes, when it's yes, when it's good, or yes, when I have it my way, or yes, when it brings me joy, but not when I don't have control or not when I don't like where this is going. She gave it all the way up to where she's standing at the foot of the cross with a mother's broken heart. And she's still saying yes. Because she knows that that's what had to be. And she knew that that's what she had said yes to. And she didn't say, no, 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 I think it's gone too far. She stood there and she's, she stood quietly. She cried quietly. She accepted it quietly because she had said yes, 100% completely. That would not be me. Go ahead, Lisa. Um, I like how in The Chosen, they depict how um, in season three, how... Uh, Mary, Jesus went to get um, the yoke um, that um, him and Joseph made, I think. No, in the, the, bri- the bridle. The bridle. Right. In the box. For the donkey, right. Yeah, yeah. And um, like Mary knew that that was kind of the start of. Like a foreshadowing yes, of what was Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. yet she's, you know, she's, she, you could see like the worry on her face, but like she still was like, okay, you know, she was still obedient. And, um, she, um, you know, her fiat was wholehearted, but you could still imagine the 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 pain that she had in her heart, the the hesitancy, um, like maybe in her mind, like, oh, does this really have to happen? I know it does, but uh, you know, just just um, kind of like feeling her anguish. Yeah. So Cardinal Sarah says that as Mary is uh, at the foot of the cross and her son's blood is flowing down on her face that she can say, no one takes it from me. And this is imitating Jesus. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord, right? And Jesus laid his life down for us on his own accord. Uh, It didn't have to be that way. He's God. He could do whatever he wanted to do. So often we want to resist and fight things that are happening that are truly the will of the Father. And we have to be obedient, like we talked about in the last episode, and just lay it down on our own accord instead of just fighting it. And, and of course, you have to discern that, right? Because there are certain times to fight um, and to stand up for things. And then there are other times where it's time to lay it down according to our own accord. Not because we're being made to, but because we choose to follow the will of God. Yeah, and then her strength, and he goes on to talk about that her strength, and from that strength that she gathered from watching her son die, then then she went to the upper room, and that was the strength that she gave to the disciples to say, okay, we we got to keep going, we because she knew that this is where it, where it was leading to, and that's the strength of the mother, mm-hmm. right, went into and gave strength to the, to the um, to the disciples um, on that day. Yeah, I think so often um, when we're going through difficulty as a group. There needs to be someone like Mary who stands up and is the inspiration for everybody else. Because the easy thing for us to do is to all go to the upper room and and hide, right? Or complain, depending on the situation, or get angry about what happened. Any of a number of things. 
But then the voice of reason, right? Someone who's an inspiration, who reminds us of the truth of Jesus Christ in our life and what we are really called to do, and then to be able to go and do that in the face of whatever it is. And I think it's in those moments when that happens that the tide of anything can change because the Spirit of God descends upon us and we realize who we're called to be. So can I do a take a look question? Sure. Thank you. Um, are you sure? Sure. Where in your life can you or do you need to be an inspiration in a situation? I was going to do that. Well, there we go. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Lord, please guide us and help us to be like Mary, who is the perfect disciple. And we ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Bye. Bye.